so fire feeling away. I can't fall from accepting defeat. Made it that with the blood on my face. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. This is Zach and Bro, aka Kevin Focal here. Back here with episode 56 of the Wonder Wednesday podcast. I'd like to welcome you guys back. It is a new month. We're in February, Black History Month. And as always, I'm joined with my fellow co-host, Emmanuel. Hello, guys. How y'all doing? Back again. I, I hope you guys have had a safe uh, safe year. And uh, happy February, you know, the month of love. Hope you guys are friendly, your, your boyfriend and girlfriends out there. Absolutely. Hey, Valentine's Day coming up as well, so... Make sure you find yourself a little Valentine, or even if you're alone this year, make sure you do something for yourself. Um, self-care, obviously, has been a huge proponent and topic for the last couple of months, almost a year now since we've been in COVID land. Um, but yeah, so we're going to jump right into it with our very first discussion today, and that is Black History Month. Um, again, like happy Black History Month, MLK Day was obviously last month in January, about two weeks ago almost. Um, so, you know, we commemorate, uh, commemorated Martin Luther King's work, everything that he's done uh, for black people. And obviously with the uprise and, you know, black murders uh, by the police, you know, it's been very important to remember uh, some of the biggest proponents to fighting for equal rights uh, as citizens now in the United States for, for so many people of color. So it's important to really look back at that, you know, Harriet Tubman, um, you know, George Washington Carver, um, just so many different people that have contributed to the black persona for so long and for so many years um, and kind of creating this, you know, holistic vision that we are more than just our skin color or more than the stereotypes and perspectives that people might have over us. So um, just always want to remember that throughout the month. Um, and obviously it, it goes with the theme of pink as well. So, uh, yeah. And also on top of that, I did want to talk about, um, kind of like the uprise in, um, I guess, harassment slash, you know, incidences of Asian, older Asian people specifically being killed. Um, so there was a particular situation. I don't have the names of them right now. Um, but there was an elderly, I think, 82-year-old uh, man, old man, who was just walking, I think, towards his house, um, and a black young man um, tackled him, which ultimately, you know, killed him. Because as an older person, his body's very, very fragile, and you know, can't handle that type of pressure, especially what? being pushed down so so hard. And so, um, why why would you push an old man? Though I don't get it. I, I have no idea what the issue is. I think it's just that they're easy to. To, to harass um, and they're not going to do anything type thing when you when you do or pick on them because um, again like older Asian people they're more you know to themselves conservative like they don't want to be involved with anything they're kind of just living their life getting what yeah. they need and, and kind of getting true. out of the way so most likely even some of the the most microcosm levels of racism they might not even indicate or see so it's it's sad that you know situations like this are occurring um, right now, especially you know from people of the black persona and community. It's like, well, what is the reason? Why are you shoving an older man? You know, for whatever reason, you know. Literally, there's no reason to be shoving an older man unless you just prove how weak you are. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he go shove a, a, a strong man? <laughs> yep. I I, th I think the, the older man, well, old man was from California, San Francisco. Um, yeah, it's 
really crazy. Um, and, and actually, now I'm getting the news now. He was actually a 91 year old Asian man, uh, struck to the ground in Oakland's Chinatown. Um, and again, a 28 year old man uh, was charged on Monday for the assault and battery of this elder uh, abuse. So again, bro, it's it's ridiculous. Like, why did he think that it was right to shove him, um, you know, on the sidewalk? Like, he he went flying on the road, you know what I'm saying? And, and the same incident, the same thing is occurring to so many other older Asian people. Um, wow. So it's just, it's insane to think about. But what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, like I said earlier, why would you, why would you want me attacking an old man, a man that kind of a fight back for himself but i don't know is there like a do they have like beef in the past i don't think so i i can't see myself waking up one morning and say yeah i want to show for this old man yeah old asian man unless i don't have any beef with him it doesn't make sense (laughs) yeah it has to be a story behind it It exactly story behind everything yeah, and I mean, especially now with Lunar New Year being this Friday, um, a lot of Asian, um, you know, individuals are coming out, making videos, bringing more awareness to the situation, how, you know, hate crimes against Asian people have been skyrocketed, ignored, underreported, and kind of just shoved under the rug for so many years now. So, you know, and again, like, with the amount of Asians that have, you know, come into this country now, uh, over the years and over the centuries, you know, escaping life of poverty, escaping life of violence and harassment. They're still being harassed here in the United States, you know, country of free, the country of the, the home of the brave. Like, I don't understand where the correlation is and why this is still occurring. And it just goes to show that minorities in general in America are just not treated properly. There's always some type of stereotype waved above each of our individuals' heads. And it's in- ridiculous and indicative of the, ide- the ideas and the perceptions that make people even want to come to this great nation in the first place. So yeah. it's really saddening to hear news about this. And, um, you know, rest in peace to the that older 91-year-old uh, Thai man that was uh, murdered. Um, again, people being assaulted, and then there was a, a Filipino uh, American who was slashed in the face, uh, yeah. grandmother. Like th- that is ridiculous. There is no reason for these hatred and, and racist attacks. Um, no matter who you are, you know what I'm saying. Even if the individual was black, it's ridiculous to even witness and see them doing such uh, heinous crimes. So, yeah. but you know, again, prayers to the families, and hopefully. Crime just should go down. Like, I just feel like, especially in the middle of a pandemic, a raging pandemic that's still tearing lives apart. Some people are still unemployed. Um, it's, it's making life just as hard. Um, so let, let's spread a little bit more kindness and love and camaraderie amongst each other and not so much hatred and, and distress. I feel like so many people are already going through so much financially already um, yeah. that it's, you know, so much more of a burden to, See that just your your elderly, you know, grandma going on a walk um, can potentially be a victim of, you know, harassment or assault or even ultimately a murder. So just keep that in mind. Um, and we're going to parlay over to talk about um, student loans since we're talking about finances and such right now. So if you guys didn't hear, Biden uh, just issued an executive order 
which pretty much extended the forbearance period of student loans to September 30th. So again, if you are a recent graduate like myself, um, this might be really good news for you um, because again, you know, this gives you more time to, you know, save money or just kind of think about your plan as well as to what you're going to do to repay your student loans. Cause you know, again, it's going to be something that's going to be waved over your head for a while. It's going to affect your credit and a lot of the decisions you make uh, credit wise. So um, you want to make sure that you're being a good um, Samaritan and getting your payments in on time, just as if you try and get your credit card payments in on time to overall increase your credit and your prospects of being able to be approved for a credit card or approved to get a car loan. I just wanted to just approve that uh, bill and just, you know, take my loans away. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people, what are you going to say? They're trying to, they're trying to, okay, so they're, uh, I think they're trying to do like a $15,000 uh, bill to a bill. Forgive to student loans, yeah. Forgive student loans. So, and some people, they're saying, why would I use my tax money <laughs> to pay for someone who went to school on for a sociology major or psychology major or like all those majors? Like, why would I want to pay for my neighbor's daughter's child uh, student loans? Like, there's some people who don't actually like the idea, but I'm like, I don't care. I like the idea. Just take my loans, please. Like, I'm just, I just, I just, I don't know. I just hope it, it passes through. That's how yeah. I wake up one morning and just check and like, wow, zero dollars and zero cents. God, you're good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I guess when you look at it from a economical perspective, it, it can be pretty, uh, enduring to the endearing to do that onto the economy especially with how much in debt we are already to other foreign nations and such um but again you know with the pandemic it it is very difficult for people to make on-time payments for their student loans when they have so many other obligations that they need to also take care of some people need to take care of family members some people need to take care of their own personal finances their own bills rent so it's it can be really difficult for them to then come out of pocket also for their student loans because it's like, you know, they have so many other uh, pressing demands right now that they need to take care of that they kind of shove it under the rug. Um, but it's it's hopefully we, we see something like this get passed. Obviously, Joe Biden's probably going to work heavily with Congress to issue some type of executive over, order like that. But um, again, we've, we've seen these type of accusations and um proposals when it comes to student loan debt for years now for decades now um and obviously nothing has changed so but i mean again any any amount honestly that lowers people's overall total of student loans will be beneficial i think anybody would be super grateful to uh have a little bit less debt on their shoulders so that way they can make some more um you know personal decisions in their life to you know have a better man and happier overall um sat, you know satisfaction in their job their careers their lifestyle etc so you know a lot of people go ahead. oh a lot of people like to or shouldn't say like but want to sometimes live out of their means a little bit or just even just kind of touch or grasp or buy something that they're really been eager to buy for for a while but again student loan debt can sometimes just get in the way then it kind of crippling um people's sense of freedom and like brevity of life so. It is the crippling sense of freedom. <laughs> <Yeah. of life. laughs> Nothing follows you if you die, unless you have like a very big, 
Exactly. Like, people be having like crazy amount of loans, man. Like two hundred thousand. I believe it. I'm like, bro, girl, bro. Like you're gonna be paying that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> that's crazy. Yep. I mean, that student. Like, <laughs> that 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 call that's that the college dream. Like you get out of college and you're in debt. It's not super enthralling when you look at it from that perspective. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And like. With the bill that they're also trying to pass, uh, trying to raise minimum wage, I think it might not get passed. Um, Unfortunately, it might not get passed. That bill might not get passed. Yeah, because again, you're you're talking about increasing, possibly increasing taxes on top of that. To be honest with yeah. you, um, because there there has to be some type of drawback to people, more people making more money. Essentially, you know what I'm saying. So that would surge up prices for general things in general. You know, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, is it, is it something that should be talked about? Yes. I think yes, uh, minimum wage has been a topic for many years now. And, and some places are a little too low or even lower very than low. a lot of others. Yeah. Um, very, very low. Even myself, I don't even, I won't even lie. When I was at Penn State, I was getting paid seven twenty five. So it's, Jeez. you know, that's the minimum wage over at Pennsylvania, um, which Jeez. is really unfortunate. You know, because, over here in Maryland, over here in Maryland, it's much better. You know what I'm saying? It's much more uh, sustainable for some people um but you know we really need to think about the average american i think that's just one thing that lawmakers need to start taking into consideration like think about the average american trying to pay their bills trying to simultaneously live life and and show their kids and raise their kids um you know it's it's hard to do that under a minimum wage salary or hourly wage so hopefully you know again that is talked about a little more but again, if that ever would were to be passed, uh, it would bring a huge deficit to uh, spending and overall prices of food and normal essentials and goods. Yeah. So we'd have to be aware of that. But but yeah, um, yeah, just wanted to inform y'all in case you all are college students, kind of endearing the same thing that you are actually in look. Um, and, and I guess speaking of making money. Um, Obviously, we all saw that skyrocket in GameStop uh, stock that happened about almost two weeks ago, uh, which sent a bunch of head funders going crazy, head telling you know the Robin the yeah, Robinhood, the, the the owners of so many brokerages or of um, stock markets to halt any additional payments that people might want to make on that stock. And again, the, the only reason this was achieved is that people were shorting the stock, meaning that they were used, uh, pretty much buying with borrowed money slash borrowed stock. Um, yeah. And so with that, they were able to make the stock skyrocket because of that, because of the overall amount of people that were all shorting the stock simultaneously. So um, Yep, to the moon, to the moon. And, and now that has brought uh, people to now be more interested in cryptocurrency as well. So that's why a lot of people are saying, you know, invest in Dogecoin now. Um, and funny oh enough God, that, that, that yeah, I know. And it started as a meme, which is hilarious how a, a coin that was literally started as a joke is um, kind of doing numbers a little bit. Like, I think it went up to, what, seven cents at one point? Yeah. So yeah, people were going crazy about that. They're like, get it to a dollar because it might be possible. Exactly. You know, from what we've seen with the whole GameStop situation, it's enough 
hype will be enough to get it to skyrocket from what we've seen. And even with Elon Musk himself giving his own approval, um, and uh, I think they what they just recently made a donation. I think Tesla, yeah, to to help benefit the the cryptocurrency world. So a lot of things are going towards you know investing. And I think as an average young um, adult. It's important for you to invest in different um, stocks that you might have interest in yourself or um, whatever that you see is kind of skyrocketing or that you can really benefit and profit off of. Because, again, it's a great way to kind of learn how money works, why is the stock market so important to our society and our economy. Um, and, again, to give you kind of like a, a semblance of, oh, I can make money without having to do anything type thing. So um, so it's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, that whole phenomenon brought an outrage of people feeling as if it's not fair that now that we kind of learn the game of the stock market and a stock all of a sudden surges and people make thousands of dollars off of it, that all of a sudden that we need to make a hold of it so that nobody is able to buy any additional shares of it. Like, I don't think that's fair. Um, and again, like even the CEO of Robinhood himself was being um, kind of teased by uh, Cuomo from um, from CNN about how, you know, he could be getting paid under the rug by these hedge funders in order to suppress other regular everyday investors from investing in that stock. So, yeah. And again, like it could be a fabricated lie. We don't know. But at the same time, it's really important to realize that this is not right. Robin Hood was founded off of giving the everyday average investor the opportunity to invest in companies or understand how the stock market works. Um, so them working against that average consumer is really unfortunate to see um, being the, the the foundational reason and, and the scent of their company. Yeah. But yeah. What have you been your thoughts? You were talking about how uh, you've recently kind of delved more into the the investing world, the stock market world, slash even crypto world. What is yeah, your thoughts on this? I've kind of dodged into like bitcoins and um, stocks in um, crypto. I mean, crypto is Bitcoin, so bit crypto and um, stocks. And trying to understand how Bitcoin works. So if anyone's telling me about Bitcoin, I don't want it to just fool me about it. I want to understand it a bit my own understanding. So I've actually done a lot of research and I've known I know much now and it's good to actually educate yourself on money because yes. there are scammers out there. Because there are those scammers out there that will try to prey on the innocent that doesn't actually understand something and they want to take your money. Yeah. But if you don't understand money and you're trying to like let someone help you, that person knowing that you don't know that information is gonna take advantage of you. So it's Correct. best to educate yourself on how money works. Educate yourself on how it it grows, how you can spend money, use money, and create money. Then just being there and being stupid and asking someone, "Hey, I know you have knowledge. Can you help me?" They're gonna scam you, and you're gonna look like a fool, and you, and you don't want to look like a fool when you lose all that money. So it's best to educate yourself on money, and you know, invest now. I mean, with the coronavirus happening right now, I mean, I don't think there's much people want to be buying other like material stuff like just use your money wisely invest your money i mean put i mean you can have some money in your savings but if you have money in your savings it's not growing i think you need to like understand all this crypto and like um, stocks and with robin robin is actually helping me because i'm helping me to understand more like in depth on how stocks works and with the whole gmc amc uh 
crisis actually opened my eyes on how like you can actually like invest money on companies and on do different shares and like see how and see that company progress in a way that if the company progresses you progress as well exactly so yeah so just yeah. try to educate yourself with money and just don't get scammed out there. There you go. <laughs> hey, I think I think you said it well. I definitely think you said it very well, um, Emmanuel, because it is insane what uh, the stock market has done for some people. Some people are daily traders who really sit yes. there and analyze every minute of the stock market in order to make their mm-hmm. profit. So it is quintessential, in my opinion, especially as a young uh, adult out there, young American, uh, to take advantage of that system and use that to your advantage. So. Um, yeah, let money work for you. I think it's important for you to kind of learn that at a very young age because if so many people can benefit and profit off of it, why can't you? You know, don't uh, calcify yourself into one, uh, you know, niche thing or or get too comfortable with just saving money and not using that money uh, to also build wealth off of it as well. Um, some people use their uh, investment platforms as a, as a as a savings account, which I don't recommend. <laughs> but at the same time, it's important to learn how that works and how a company's progression can be your progression. So it's really yeah. important to think about that. It's definitely a mindset thing. I think it's, uh, you know, just putting yourself out there. I know it's a risk. And I think that's what strays many people away from the stock market and investing in general is that, oh, if I put my money in here, I could lose it. And, and that's 100% true. Um, but at the same time, if you really commit yourself to, uh, maybe a particular company or brand or, um, some type of, you know, product that might eventually come out in the future that a, a company is building or innovating on, I think it's good for you to invest in them and help them progress towards that goal. And, you know, simultaneously, you both kind of grow in that, that same regard. So it's, definitely a tricky system and it's a risky system and, and that's what makes it so uh invigorating for so many people is that you can see why people especially who like to go to uh casinos are so into stocks is because of that reason you know because they like the the rush they like the uncertainty of what might happen and might not happen for them um because obviously it's a high risk high reward type of situation so um yeah, so just think about that. Don't don't kind of debasement. Put yourself in a debasement and where um, you're not feeling like you're able to to kind of benefit from this. You know, Tesla stock is a great stock to buy. Um, you know, I'm not afraid to give people uh, those gems because I think it's important for everybody to kind of benefit and win. So hopefully, you guys do download. You know, Webull, Robinhood, Fidelity. Um, join the wave now. I think it's not too late, even with the whole GameStop surge and the uncertainty about how hedge funders might have a um, corrupt advantage in the stock market and have been for so many years, which is a good thing. I'm happy that's been kind of unveiled over the last couple of weeks. But, you know, take advantage regardless. I think it's, you know, everybody's financial agenda should include investments. Mm-hmm. Definitely should. All righty. And with that, we are going to parlay over to our next topic, Jeff Bezos a little bit. Jeff Bezos um, stepping down as CEO of, of Amazon and becoming a chairman. And obviously, like, he has the power to do so. It's his company. He can run it however he wants to. But it's it's very interesting now that it seems like he's kind of reached the pinnacle of his, his success that he feels like he's able to pass it on to somebody else. So. So God, it's up. Yeah, I mean, it's it is quite insane, you know, how he can kind of 
be his own organizational structure, essentially. He, he doesn't yeah, have to like, abide by it in any type of way. Like, you know you are rich if you step down of a company, tell the company I'm resigning from this position, <laughs> and giving yourself a, a position in that same company. Exactly. You know you are rich. That's how you know you're rich. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Oh, but he had a, he had a good excuse though, since he was trying to like uh, uh, have time to like you know when you're a CEO, there's so many uh, things that comes with being a CEO. You gotta maintain all these buildings that you have all over the world. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So I think he wants to. I mean, he's getting old now. He has money. He has made enough money. Like he just wanted to like settle down and like work on his projects that he's working on with, with space and innovation and all that stuff so he wants to work on those kind of projects yeah he's making work trying to for the future definitely basically. absolutely yeah, take over the whole world. I'm, I'm telling you they are definitely if you are at a fan company Facebook Amazon um, Netflix or Google you're definitely in a huge innovative sphere so it is pretty presumptuous to look at how he can just do whatever he wants in that regard but again i'm i'm happy that like amazon has truly grown into more than just a uh a, a place where you can buy and sell items you know what i'm saying like they are services now you know aws yeah. they are um you know amazon go you know they're the grocery stores that you can just go into get whatever you want and just leave you know, it's it's so many different things that they they are trying to encompass so many facets of things. The Amazon Music, Amazon Prime, like it, it, there's just so many benefits to whatever subscription services that they have. Kindle, you know, I'm am thinking of all the services I use from them. Um, they're all really you know useful, and and, and that's Definitely. one thing that I find really cool about the company. Because I remember I used to be an eBay guy back in the day. Yeah, who always used to buy stuff on eBay, yeah. And now, like, I strictly, like, buy my stuff on Amazon. Like, eBay is, like, yeah. a scam place to me. Like, I don't want to buy something there. And then I, I get a cardboard version of the PS5 when they said it was the real <laughs> PS5, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, definitely it's become a way better uh, authentic and, and well-respected company as well. So, I feel like he's definitely making the right decision for himself to kind of focus on other more, um, you know, autonom uh, autonomous slash innovative uh, ideas that are gonna go, you know, towards the future to accelerate us to to space and beyond. Yeah. So that's really cool. Cool, cool. And that's kind of gonna be our tech news right there. Um, besides the Samsung Galaxy S twenty one being out now, I know most of y'all probably don't got Androids, but again, it is one of the best Android phones on the market right now. So I just wanted to give it a shout out. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. Um, segueing over to the Super Bowl. So I'm pretty sure everybody saw the Super Bowl. If you didn't, you suck. Um, it was the obviously the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, if you guys don't know, just joined the Buccaneers this past year and was able to carry them to a Super Bowl win from that time that he's left the Patriots and now join the Buccaneers. So that is amazing and, and has given them pretty much that GOAT status, that GOAT title uh, of being able to carry an entire team um, all the way to yeah. a Super Bowl win, which is really amazing to see. Uh, making him now a seven-time Super Bowl champion. Um, so he has seven rings, the most out of any NFL player ever, um, which is, you know, pretty spectacular. This is a guy that's from... Um, 
<clears throat> that went to school in Michigan <clears throat> and was, you know, a, a first uh, sixth round pick, I think, um, in the NFL draft. So very talented guy um, coming from, you know, from the Patriots and now over here to the Bucks. So uh, people, I remember people used to think that it was just uh, Belichick, Bill Belichick, who who uh, was the main reason of his success. And, and definitely, I think his coaching has a lot to do with where he is today. Um, not to say that he has nothing to do with it, but at the same time, I think his own personal development and talent has put him into this pinnacle of uh, football that he is now just, re- he represents the Patriots, honestly. Even after being gone, he is still the face of that team. So um, pretty amazing to see him do this uh, in such a short amount of time and just one season's worth of time. Um Hopefully, you know, Mahomes, sadly, they were coming for that second Super Bowl win after winning last year. That's why I was hoping they would win this year. And obviously, I already hate Tom Brady. So um, I was just hoping that he'd lose. I've been a big Giants fan over the years. So, like, anytime it was the Giants versus the Patriots, I just loved it when we beat them. Um, but um, because, yeah, we were... Brady we, feeds off negative energy to prove people wrong. Back exactly. And, and that's the funny thing. He is just his own free frolicking self. He doesn't yep. abide or accustom himself to the opinions of others and, and just executes. So he's a, he's a great guy to, to kind of look up to in terms of that. But yeah, congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Bucks um, on their win. Um, but with that, there had been controversy that sparked uh, between him and a football player on the, <clears throat> on the Kansas city chiefs, uh, Tyran, Tyran, uh, excuse me for mispronouncing this, Tyran Mathieu. Um, so apparently, he had uh, Tom had uh, Brady had said something pretty vulgar to him on the field, like he whispered it to him. Um, but luckily, um, they actually just got that diffused after um, Brady sent him a lengthy text message um, talking about these vague accusations. Um, but hopefully, you know, again, I hope it wasn't anything too vulgar or or racist. I hope. Um, that made him want to be outraged on Twitter and, and now deleted tweet at least. Um, but yeah, he, he was just talking about how he's never seen that side of Tom Brady before and how yeah. it just seemed really out of character. So I, I don't know if it's the clout getting to his head that made them kind of have that altercation on the field. But again, um, I hope that trash talk, I'm, I'm happy that trash talk has now been diffused, you know, just about two days after the game. So. But yeah, I, you know, it's funny too, bro. Even throughout the entire Super Bowl, there was a lot of like just arguing and pushing and shoving, bro. It happens every Super Bowl, actually. To be honest with you, there's always somebody getting mad, or like there'll there'll be a play or a flag. There's there's so many flags in Super Bowls. Oh my god. But, but yeah, everybody's just trying to get that title and that win, so it, yeah. it only makes sense. Football is a violent game, anyway. So it is. Yeah, it's meant to be violent. I think that's what makes fans rage about it all the time because it's like, oh, super aggressive. Yeah, tackle him. Yeah, like just really, really energizing to watch. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had to say on the Super Bowl. Have any other thoughts, Amanda? Before we move on, um, I actually watched. Uh, I did watch the uh, weekend. Uh, oh yeah. Totally forgot about to mention that the the halftime show. The halftime show, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, what was your thoughts? I enjoy. I liked it. I really, my the guy's so creative. He's very. 
he gives me Michael Jackson vibe. <laughs> there was like a lot of comments vibe. about that. A lot of people <laughs> saying that he was emulating Michael Jackson. Yeah, he gives that me vibe though, but I don't want him to give Michael Jackson vibe. His, own, his own style, yes, yeah. yes. The persona of Michael Jackson was definitely coming out a lot yeah. um, in a lot of his performances, um, which is you know there's nothing wrong with him finding influence in a such a. Uh, predominant artists such, such as Michael Jackson but yeah. you know it's, it's important to do have your own uh, creative th- style and outlook um, before you know and, and it's sad I guess people are just kind of rewired to think comparatively about people which is bad um, but at the same time The Weeknd has many great amazing hits I think Blinding Lights is like the the century's biggest song to ever hit the charts I just read that from Complex. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's it's a huge song. He really created something that has, you know, kind of been an anthem throughout the entire nation and the world. So you got to give him that. And and I, and I was making an argument uh, to one of my friends that um, I felt like his performance this year was better than last year's. If you don't remember, last year's was J-Lo and um, Shakira. Now, they killed it. Like, don't get me wrong. They killed it. You know, I thought that was probably, like, that, that when it happened in 2020, I was like, yeah, that was probably one of the best Super Bowl performances I've ever seen. Because it's them kind of battling. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of intensity and, um, and, and rage almost from both of them on how they were dancing, which I loved. But again, I guess the artistic persona and, and I guess the me knowing all the songs as well from the weekend as well and ha- him having so many catchy, amazing songs like Starboy was like the first song he used. And I'm like, oh, my God, like yeah. I felt the nostalgia, you know, it took me back to 2018 <laughs> when that song was blowing up like crazy. And that was when he was really reaching his um, artistic peak as well. Um, if anything, that album Starboy was one of his best. So it's pretty amazing to see that go on. Um but yeah, you know, that's just my thoughts on that. Um, I, I even did an Instagram poll. So if you do follow me on Instagram at Zach and Bro, you can go fill out that poll. So just let me know if you thought the weekend's performance or JLo slash Shakira's performance was better uh, from the Super Bowl halftime. But yeah. he does change his, uh, he changes a lot of personality for every music he makes. Though, like, yes. With the whole stop boy, he, he shaved his hair. He was like the bad boy, like the... This bad boy that he wanted to be from from you know because his first song that he was doing was like more of like love relationship heartbreak heartbreak yeah. oh my god <laughs> switched to cutting his hair and like being the bad boy yeah then he started kind of feeling himself more like showing that now I'm at the the peak of my success like this is where I am you know you know f you I don't need you I have myself I have the stardom <laughs> yeah. like type thing yeah. yeah it's like a whole storyline. Yeah, I love it. He does have a storyline with all of his albums when you really look through them all. Um, It's like a lot of highs and lows for sure. And I'll definitely say like After Hours is sort of like that low point again. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like a good culmination of everything. Like him at his early stages of his career and then getting to this point now where he's well known worldwide. So I don't know. The Weeknd's definitely had a very interesting uh, come up and journey in the music industry. So um yeah he's very talented amazing artist um you really can't leave him out of anything except the grammy sadly so <laughs> but hey that's an argument for another day um yeah that's all i wanted to talk about then i guess while we're on the topic of music we'll talk about music so um 
34, 35, uh, had a remix, uh, Ariana Grande is 34, 30, plus 35, had a remix with, uh, Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion, that came out about two weeks ago, and now we're getting the music video for that this Friday on the 12th, so be on the lookout for that, should be pretty dope, uh, along with that, we should be getting a deluxe, um, version of her latest album, and the name is slipping me right now, uh, Positions, and that should be coming out the following Friday, so on the 19th, so be on the lookout for that, really excited, I love Ariana Grande's music, you know, she's always bringing new, fresh perspective, obviously, I didn't really like Positions as much as I liked uh, Thank You Next, but again, I think this is still something that we should look out for, um, because she just makes really impeccable music, um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that music video. We also had Juice World with Bad Boy um, featuring Young Thug. There was a music video that went along with this. Now, if you guys didn't know, Young Thug and him made a song back in 2019 on Young Thug's So Much Fun album called um, Mannequin Challenge. One of my favorite songs. And I think they have a, they had a really good synergistic uh, combination uh, together. And I really enjoyed them on that track. So I'm happy that... Young Thug kind of paid homage and, and also did a track with him. Um, obviously, this song was probably created like two years ago, and it, it's just resurfacing now. Um, but it's amazing. It was amazing to watch that music video. It almost felt like Juice World was still alive um, watching it, so it was really crazy to watch. Um, and I enjoyed it so much. Like Cole Bennett just kills it with the cinematography every time. So Lyrical Lemonade, man. Check him out, man. He's the only reason that Juice World blew up, honestly. Um, and then we also had Juice World Buck 50. Uh, this is actually from, I don't want to butcher his name. It's not DJ Scheme. Yeah, it's DJ Scheme. Uh, from his album, Family Deluxe. He's a producer. And I, I really enjoy this song a lot. This is probably one of my favorite Juice World songs ever. And it's crazy to say that, but like I, I've been p- playing the song repeatedly over and over again. And I'm just catching new things that he's saying. Um, but again, Juice World's um, creative, charismatic, um, and braggadocio really does come out in this song a lot, which I enjoy. Um, the beat is also just really, um, you know, atmospheric, kind of really distorted, muffled a little bit at certain points, which I love. Um, so it really just gives this aura of like accomplishment, I guess you could say, for 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 uh, Juice World and the song Buck Fifty itself. Buck meaning like I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, aka I'll keep it a hundred with you buck 50 meaning like i'm gonna keep it 150 with you so that you really understand what i'm talking about so it's like he's really trying to show whatever it is uh to maybe his adversaries or people that don't like him um and also show that you know his persona of you know yes i'm at this point in my career um i'm flashy i'm awesome so i don't know i love i love the song so much it's really good please check it out if you haven't uh, checked that song out we also had cardi b up I'm not very big of a fan of this, so I'm just gonna pass this to Manuel. <laughs> your thoughts? I mean, I mean, I mean, we all know how Cardi B songs is like. I mean, with the whole sex and drugs and twerking and whatever. But like the up beat, like, like the up, like the up. All I wish is like saying the up and it's up and like it's just, it just, it just, it just elevates. It elevates. Yeah, it's like an elevation. Yeah, no, I just, I just like when she sings that. She just says the up, but the rest of the lyrics is. It's just cut B in general. All right. It's nothing new. It's yeah. Nothing or. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's just the hook that's gonna get people. It's gonna be played in the club regardless. You know, it's Cardi B, so it's gonna be played. But it's very repetitive. I don't think it's very innovative or different from what she's kind of been releasing the last couple of months, especially like a WAP. 
Like, I mean, WAP being the big song that it is, it's amazing. I was, I was happy to see its success and kind of like women owning themselves to the challenge and everything like that. But like, it's, it's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. It's this, it's not it. <laughs> so that's just my, that's my thoughts for real. I, I'm not, I mean, the, obviously she has those very clever lyrics in between, but I really don't care for it because the, the, the hook is just very in your face. If it's up, it is up, then it's 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 up. Like, like, I just feel like I'm just shrugging my shoulders the whole time because it's just like, I'm trying to levitate. She's trying to make me fly. Like, that's just weird. I don't know. I didn't watch the music video. Maybe I should watch it. Maybe I'll learn a little more. But watch the music video. You're gonna see a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of inappropriate stuff as always. Yeah. I hope they restrict it for mature audiences only. But I feel like that would hamper views. So they probably don't do that. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um. We also had the baby masterpiece. Decent song. Still been on uh, the rap caviar chart. Um. Yeah. Not not really too many comments on that song. Um, we also had on the come up um, with, um, and I mean, his name is slipping me right now. Um, oh my gosh, I'm slipping. Little easy, little easy uh, collaborates with G Herbo. G Herbo comes on to the song on the come up. I really been liking that song. Uh, really, you know, hooks me in every time. Like the beat, especially at the very beginning with the eight oh it's just really nice. Um, but yeah, really cool. I mean, Giro, in my opinion, kind of messes it up because of his very offbeat flow. And I know that's what he's known for. But like on this song, it's just really grimy. And like, you're supposed to be really giving some, some, you know, fist pumping like lyrics and such. And it's not, I really wasn't really feeling it too much when I'm like, it, it, it's not like his appearance on the song is bad, but I just feel like it could have done without him essentially. I think his success, uh, a little easy come up, essentially, can be done without him. So, but again, that happened. Um, we also had one of my favorite artists who hasn't released an album in four years, actually. His name is Healy. Um, the album's called Tungsten, and I really enjoy this. It's a very somber, melancholic, eerie, iridescent, honestly, um, fantasy that he puts you through in this album and i really enjoy it it might honestly already be in my top 50 albums of the year we'll see but um i really enjoy um kind of like the segmentation of his songs and kind of them also flowing into each other some of them but also again he kind of incorporates some of the singles that he already released a while back like nike's on um which i really enjoy uh second wind but you know i'm really hoping that he you know, continues to gravitate and bring more people to his music uh, because he's really good. And I feel like he's still really underground. Obviously, his biggest songs being Reckless and Unwind all the way from his um, Sublex album, uh, which came out in 2017. So again, it's been a while since he's made music, but I really love this album. Um, Cannibal, by far one of my favorite songs in there. Um, and also a part of me back in time with also a public uh, library commute. So please give this a listen. Really nice album. I feel like I should probably start reviewing music because I just have so much to say about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, you should do like a music review on like a YouTube or something. Yeah, it was definitely it's definitely crossed my mind. We'll see. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say in terms of new music. If I miss anything, of course you guys can uh, shout at me on my socials or just you know tell me, let me know. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to. 
Or actually, no, I do have one additional comment to make. The song Streets from Doja Cat, which was on her Hot Pink album, is starting to hit the charts. And the reason why is because of the Silhouette Challenge. So, you heard about that, right? Uh, it's on TikTok? Yeah. Like, you know how, like, people, like, specifically women, they'll um, just kind of be, like, in a robe or, like, regular clothing or whatever. And then the room goes dark and they're, like, in lingerie and stuff. Oh, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's um, porn. <laughs> That's a porn. I mean, everybody, it's up for interpretation. I'm not going to give my opinions on that. But again, that challenge has been spurring up, which has uh, shot this song. Now it's number five right now, sitting on number five at United States Top 50 for Spotify. So again, I mean, this album came out in 2019, all right? I saw Doja Cat in 2019. I saw her in December 2019. And then the following year, 2020, that's when Say So blows up. And then now it looks like Streets is blowing up, which is crazy. Even like that with um, um, with Gucci Man also is blowing up. Rules is blowing up. So it's like, I, I feel like it definitely takes time for your music sometimes to reach uh, a grander audience. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been listening yeah. to Hot Pink since the day it came out. You can ask anybody. I, I have it on my Instagram um, history. So try try to play me if you think I, I was listening the day of, but yeah, you know I'm really happy to see Doja Cat still keeping her relevancy with that. Um, and actually now I'm thinking of another person now while I'm um, thinking about Doja Cat because I'm, I'm seeing them on the the chart. CJ comes out with a single known as Bop came out on the 26th of January. A lot of people say it's really subpar. It's too short. It's mediocre. I think it's not that bad. I really like the more lower, low-key beat of of this song. Um, obviously, he takes the name from from the baby's bop. But again, he kind of recycles a lot of lyrics, saying whoopty a bunch, saying blue cheese, saying kind of the same things you're saying and whoopty. So, but I, I just, I guess this is just kind of like a, a way to keep his relevancy in a way, because um, yeah. he doesn't want to be a one-hit wonder. But I'm just hoping that he kind of culminate some type of uh, record off of this so I think that's what will help him boost up his relevancy and keep him on top of the charts alright that now I have nothing to say alright with that being said we're moving on gaming. to gaming yeah so season 8 of Apex just came out um, Fuse is the latest character to be released and what does he do Emmanuel? Uh, he does a lot of grenades clustered grenades and his ultimate is like a ring of fire so basically, he's a grenade specialist. There you go. So he's a good tactician that you can use and add to your team to uh, be able to nullify your enemies. Obviously, the the grenades, uh, the extra grenade slot is going to be very helpful for many people uh, because then you can really use them more tactically. It almost seemed very superfluous to have grenades in your inventory when you're playing over uh, Apex. Yeah. Sorry, not Overwatch. Um, because, you know, it takes up one whole slot. And if you're not lucky to get, like, a at least a level through a backpack, it just sucks. So, I mean, with, with him, you can stack up, like, two. Two. So up a lot. Yep. Yeah. So that makes a difference in the game, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he, again, from what we've seen, we see that Horizon is still one of the best um, Character. characters to be in the game, added into the game. And she's... Definitely still proving that with uh, her amazing toolkit of abilities. So, but we'll just have to wait and see if he'll become more meta 
kind of going more into the rank sphere. I haven't really messed around with him too much and haven't really found too many versatile ways for him to benefit. Um, but hopefully, you know, I kind of find that more as I play with him. But I do like his extra grenade slot a lot. Yeah. Um, I like his voice lines too. Yeah, voice lines are really funny. Yep, and his ultimate. Like you know how you were saying the ultimate is really good too when he winks. Oh yeah, the um the execute. Yeah, <laughs> when he finishes somebody. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. It just I think it brings more charm and spark to his character. So that was definitely one of my favorite elements of him. All right. And also, there was a Valorant update. It was pretty small. Um, I think this was sometime last week, so like February 1st. Um, they fixed the shooting and movement for multiple guns in the game. I think the Phantom, the Vandal, Spectre, some of the others. And uh, they also added some new in-game music, which I really uh, find delightful because you know it kind of brings more of an eerie... Uh, you know, feeling to the game when you're first kind of entering into the battlefield, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check out my streams, by the way, if you guys don't already. Twitch.tv slash Bro to go check out all of my Valorant games, because it's pretty much the only game I've been playing recently. So go ahead and check me out. Obviously, I haven't been posting as well. Um, I'll make a video soon as to why, but... Um, but yeah, if you're a YouTuber or not YouTuber, a subscriber of mine that comes and listens to this podcast, I do genuinely appreciate you for coming by and seeing what I'm up to and all the other external things that I do. So thank you so much again. But yeah, uh, with that, I think that'll be all for our gaming news. Last but not least, I'd like to end off uh, the tail end of the podcast with TV shows slash anime that we are watching. So I'll let you go first, Emmanuel. TV shows slash what? Anime. Oh, um, I haven't been watching a lot of TV shows lately. Just strictly anime, because I'm trying to catch up with the anime um, series. So anime, I would say I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching uh, Black Clover. Black Clover actually is interesting. I always, I mean, the reason why I stopped watching Black Clover for a while because I t- because it it kind of reminded me of Naruto and. It was a bit weird how they were trying to incorporate an outer story into a um, different story, but more like in a wizardry way. But ever ever since I kept on watching it, I kind of like I, I kind of like enjoy the story. The story should be I like the way they set the story. It's really nice, and with the magic, and like I don't know, it just the characters are really nice to, to watch with Black Clover. And um, I've been watching um, Konosuba. I think Konosuba has been has been there for a while. I just found out about it like last uh, last week last week Friday. Found out about Konosuba. It's so funny. It's like I can really I can relate to the character. Like the guy he has these three girls. Uh, these three girls are useless. Like they can, they don't have their, they have powers and they, they can't even use their powers well. And he's just stuck with them. So it's so it, the comedy is just so pure of joy. Like I can hmm. actually relate to the guy. So I, I've been watching the, the anime lately. And um, what else I'm watching anime? Re Zero. I've um, tried to finish Re Zero. I have that. I have that tab open on my computer for Re Zero. I do want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, good. I knew anything a new season is coming this year. Gotcha. Re Zero. Man, there's so Jujutsu much anime. Kaisen. Yes, Jujutsu Kaisen, another one. <laughs> I've been watching that one as well. It's a, it's a good anime. Does the, Neverland, uh, I 
think the new season is coming. Yep, season two. For Promise Neverland for season two. So I've, uh, I've tried to I've catch up with Promise Neverland. Gotcha. Fire Force. Uh, I've been watching Fire Force. Fire Force is good. I've finally finished The God of High Is it done? It's. I think they're trying to bring season two just here, but I think that it's done for now. Okay. Alright, cool. Yeah, maybe they, I should they, catch they up. Finished, like season one this year, this uh, uh last year. Alright, perfect. I'm gonna catch up. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, but those are the animes I've been watching lately. Man. How about you? Uh bro, I've not been watching that much. I'm currently rewatching Attack on Titan, so I'm trying to get all the way back up to season four. Um. What else have I been watching? I mean, that's that's pretty much the only anime. I have a lot of lingering anime that I have been trying to watch. I've um, been trying to watch Samurai Shampoo, Shampoo. So I'm trying to finish that. It's been a while. Um, I've been putting it on the back burner for a minute. I really just got to sit down and just indulge myself. Like, literally just lock myself in my room and watch. Um, so I'm going to try and do that more. Um, also, um, Yu Yu Hakusho, pretty old anime, but one that I never actually watched all the way through, so I'm trying to finish that up as well. But definitely all your suggestions, I have them all open on tap. Like, I have God of High School still open, got Black Clover open, I have um, ReZero open. I need to watch uh, Season 2 of Promise Neverland. I need to watch Demon Slayer, too. I've never watched Demon no, Slayer. Demon Slayer. Oh, my God, bro. You haven't seen Demon Slayer? I only watched uh, the first episode. <laughs> you, can watch the, you can watch the Season 1 on Netflix. They, they brought it on Netflix. Subbed? Uh, I think I think sub or dub. Both subbed and dub, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I did see that on Netflix. It was uh, charting on there. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, it's good. It's good to watch it there. I mean, Netflix is a good platform, so you can just watch it there. Got you. Yeah, I need to really catch up on all this stuff because I, I just feel like I'm out of the loop in conversations <laughs> anytime people mm-hmm. mention these anime. So I just, I really want to be able to like talk about it and sure. stuff because it's like nowadays nobody really talks about Naruto and all that stuff anymore because obviously it's no. been over. I mean, Naruto is like the OG, you know I mean, we respect Naruto, but, like, we gotta keep moving, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep it moving, I feel that. He's become Hokage, now he has a bratty son that doesn't want to be Hokage. Right! <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, so, clearly a lot I need to catch up on, and, uh, I'm not going to bash myself about that anymore. Because uh, I've been watching other shows. I've been watching All American. All American Season 3 just came out. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, it seemed like a lot of things transpired during the summertime. So as we continue to watch, I think more of those things will kind of uh, unveil themselves. And uh, obviously Coach Baker is now at uh, Left Beverly and went back to his uh, his place back in, and I can't even think of the city, in California. But um, uh, not Crawford. Not Compton, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Crenshaw, there we go, Crenshaw. Uh, so now he's helping, or him and um, Spencer are now back there trying to bring that team, hopefully, a championship win. So we'll see how that unveils. Um, also been watching P-Valley, Valley, a.k.a. Pussy Valley. Um, pretty interesting show. The only reason I, I was put onto it by uh, some friends that also watch Power, and I like Power. Yeah. So uh, they told me that that's a fire show too. Uh, I just didn't think it would be about uh, strippers, but uh, at the same time, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting in the regard of like the lifestyle that they live. So I kind of like those aspects of the show, not so much like them in the actual club, but it's it's definitely pretty cool seeing like 
the hardships, how do they make their money, um, you know, the decision-making processes that they make, even the, the main character uh, in the show, what made her want to kind of take up this type of gig uh, instead of what she was doing before and, and some of the, the hardships that she's going through in her, or went through in her personal life. Um, it clearly seems like she has a daughter as well. So I just want to look more into it and see uh, what's making the show so special and why it's why it's a Stars exclusive. So we'll see. I'm also watching The Good Place right now. The Good Place, if you guys don't know, it's a show about uh, pretty much a land, uh, pretty much heaven. It's about heaven and everybody living there, kind of living their lives. And one particular bad apple makes it over to heaven. Um, Eleanor, the main character in the show. So I'm just kind of going through. I don't want to spoil it too much, but just kind of seeing uh, her figure out that she's not in the right place, that, you know, she's sort of a pathological liar and uh you know deceives people and all that stuff like she did a lot of things wrong on earth that did not allot her a ticket on heaven so into heaven so it's pretty interesting to watch it kind of teaches you some philosophical slash psychological things uh, about life and why it's important to be a good person and a good samaritan in general yeah and last but not least i did watch malcolm and marie which came out this past weekend a lot of mixed reviews um, about it, and I can understand why because it's only it's only from the perspective of Malcolm Emery, and, and that's it. Like we don't we don't see any external um, presidents or perspectives from it, so it's just odd when we're just kind of seeing this back and forth dynamic between Zendaya and John David Washington's character, uh, and also obviously there was a big. Um, Things or a lot of things that were linking to their ages in the show because obviously Zendaya is much younger than um, John Washington is, uh, and but I didn't really see that as a problem at all. I think Zendaya really held the adult persona really well, um, and I think she's definitely making this as a good using this as a good stride uh, into her more professional acting career. So I, I really love it. I think she's out of everybody that has kind of left Disney Channel and went to do bigger bigger uh, shows and movies. I think she's one of the most authentic of all of them that I've really enjoyed. So, um, but yeah, I think it's a good movie. I think it's worth the watch. Um, definitely might not be for everybody, so I'll just give that little caution warning there before you watch it. Because um, some people just feel like it was a complete waste of their time, which I can understand. But I think overall, without spoiling, I think it shows a good... Uh, picture of what a relationship can look like uh, the ups and downs the chaoticness the uh, snowball of emotions that people feel towards each other sometimes it's resentment and the next moment it's uh, appreciation the next moment it's hatred the next moment it's love and you know respect so it, it kind of just shows that dynamic uh, more on like the, the the screen so but yeah everybody's gonna have their own perspective of it uh, but yeah and that's pretty much all that I have. And we went away over time than I wanted to on this one. And I apologize if you stuck all the way through, um, wherever you are in your car, working out, whatever. I appreciate you taking the time to actually listen to this all the way through to this point. Um, God bless you. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, would you have any other closing comments? Where can we find you, Emmanuel? You can find me on Instagram, uh, underscore E-M-A-N, underscore I-S-I. Um, I'm usually active on Instagram, on my Twitter. You can find me on e- Emmanuel, I-S-I-D-A, 
H Seppin. Cool. All right. And obviously, you guys can find me everywhere at Zach and Bro. Don't ask me why that's my username. And uh, I hope you guys did enjoy this Wonder Wednesday podcast. A lot of things we talked about, a lot of cool, invigorating topics. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, <laughs> with another episode uh, with a special guest as well. So be on the lookout with that. And as always, peace and hair grease. Take care, everybody. Some little fuckers stole my style and my style.